Magnificence is the boundless expanse of being, a liberation from limitation. It is the embodiment of authenticity where you shed the shackles of self-doubt, shame, and imposter syndrome. Here, worthiness flourishes like a vibrant garden where you have the power to determine your actions, destinations, and your closest relationships. In the realm of magnificence, creative individuality takes center stage. Your greatness is acknowledged, celebrated, and nurtured. Gone are the days of mindless conformity or fitting in just to keep the peace. This show and your host, Patricia Linder, are here to guide you as you align with your authentic design, leading the way to a life of purpose and fulfillment. Magnificence is not some unreachable peak or distant dream. It's inside you, waiting to shine brighter than you ever thought possible. Welcome to your magnificence. Hello, everyone. This is another episode of Magnificence, an empowerment podcast that strikes a match and shines the light on the magnificence and greatness of people. And I mainly use human design to shine the light on the strengths and the gifts of people. And today I have a wonderful, amazing guest. Her name is Defi Daskalopoulou. And um, she is a personal development coach who helps people overcome obstacles. And when they face any obstacles in their lives and they feel stuck, she guides them out of the stuckness into flow. And finally, they feel deeply connected with themselves and they feel at ease again. Welcome to the show, Steffi. Thank you for having me, Patricia. I'm so excited. Me too. I could not wait to have you on the show because I said this is a show that uses or that is based on human design. And to be honest and to share this with all the people who are listening or watching this show, I was a bit nervous and maybe I still am because I know that you are an expert in human design as well. And so I was like, okay, this is really different uh, to have an expert in human design on the show. So before we dive into all the good stuff, would you love to tell the audience a little bit about yourself? I introduced you briefly. Maybe you want to add some things about what you do. I have been uh, working as a personal development coach for the last uh, few years. And um, the reason why I started in this uh, in this field was because I was always very curious to understand people, to see why they do the things that they do, and I was always so eager to uh, to look beneath the obvious and really get to the to the root of of a situation. So uh, I was very um, interested in learning how I can help people to do that, and also doing it for myself uh, in my own self-development journey. Um, so this path led me to to start my own business and to do coaching, uh, while at the same time I stumbled upon human design along the way. And it just felt this uh, amazing um, uh, supplementary tool to my work because uh, I felt so seen, I felt so understood by this system. And I it helped me actually um understand a lot of things that you know you can't necessarily prove or put into words 
because they're more energetic, they're more unseen but felt. So it kind of gave me language to put these things together and really explain a lot of things about myself and then about others, because again, it, it shines such a, uh, a great light to uh, how everyone works and uh, our own gifts and unique qualities that we bring into the world. So I was also incorporating that into my work. So in order to help uh, someone to reconnect with what feels true to them and to reconfirm uh, what they feel, you know, to be true already, but they just need this um, extra, let's say, confirmation that it is what what they feel. And um, and then working through, uh, you know, the blocks and um, uh, and the obstacles that that many times uh, stop us from accessing our truth and accessing our true self, which is who we are without the conditioning. And human design actually shows us um, a reminder of, of our innate energies. Uh, and so working with the conditioning of you know, society, of growing up that we all have uh, unavoidably been uh, uh, exposed to, uh, we can then uh, make more space for our truth and who we are to to come out. So all of these tools uh, come very well together in that. Thank you so much for sharing this. And when you said uh, how you discovered all that you do now, and you said you discovered human design, and you liked uh, really investigating and stuff and going to the very depth of something, then I thought, yes, that makes so much sense when I think um, about your chart. And I feel like this is a moment where I want to show your chart, if you allow me to, yes, of the audience, because I want this to be something like, yeah, shining the light on your amazing qualities and also giving people insight into human design so they can better understand um that human design is not putting people into a box, but that is really opening them up to who they are and what else is possible. And so I just share the screen to have a quick look at your chart. And um, I, I need to say, and I don't know if you do it the same way whenever I have someone's chart, I look at the chart um, with the eye of an artist and I just put all the knowledge that I have about human design I always put it aside and when I look at your chart what stands out you are a projector um, and I would love to dive into the projector's quality in a minute but just looking at the chart and sharing this with the audience um, I, I find it so amazing and fantastic that your chart is like this great picture of a lot of openness, all the white centers um, that you can see here and you know it. And then the center, the core, the self and the willpower is defined. And I, I, I think this is a chart that stands out. I read uh, over 100 charts so far, over 200 charts so far, I guess. And I never saw a chart that looks like this. And for me, and maybe this is 
outside of the learnings of human design, this also shows um, the person and the personality you are. Um, just radiating from the core and having this openness on the outside, really being able to get what people think, you might even get more than what people know about themselves because you have those fine antennas, those fine-tuned antennas uh, in all aspects of your chart. And you have the strongness so that you can be this amazing guide you have the power, the willpower, and you know that you can do that. Um, you know who you are and you, you know how you guide people on this journey. And so I think there is a little bit of this reflector quality inside of you that you can be the most amazing guide for people. And I don't know if you resonate with that. And um, maybe I just stop the screen share so that I can put you in the limelight again. <laughs> yeah, but thank you for your kind words. Um, I do. I I have thought about it before uh, about the resonance with the reflector. Uh, I think there is definitely a lot of commonalities, and at the same time, there is also maybe the difference of having the G center defined the core with the willpower, uh, because I do feel this coming out of me in a more of a consistent way. But also what I, I once thought when uh, contemplating on this is that um, so the founder of human design said that reflectors, they might have all this openness, but they're also, their aura kind of uh, operates like a Teflon. So they're like uh, reflecting everything back, not necessarily taking it in. And I don't really feel like that because I feel like I do take a lot. <laughs> yeah. That's why you're a projector. <laughs> yeah, so, you know, this is a difference there. But um, in the openness, yes, I feel like there are definitely commonalities and these differences that do um, make it, like, feel a bit of a, you know, of a, a different energy. Um, and uh, as you said um, earlier, like, this, uh, this openness, uh, in the in the centers that are open have actually because there are so many have there have been many times in my life that this this openness was preventing me from feeling my core from feeling my my willpower because there was a lot of conditioning so for those who are not very aware about the the centers so the, the white centers is where we receive the conditioning from our environment so because of all this access to you know um to, to environmental, let's say, influence from the open centers, uh, the access to myself and to my core and willpower were really compromised for many years. So it was difficult because of that. And I feel like working with the conditioning, as I said before, has made this access easier so that I can tap more into my uh, inner energies, which come from the core and the willpower. And that's, that's even better that you shared this because um, sharing your story of open centers and um, the fact that this is where you can be manipulated, where people can really um, take over and influence you and keep you from feeling who you are because you are so open, you have those antennas, that makes you even more magnificent in what you do 
because you overcame those obstacles and you know exactly what you're talking about when you work with your clients. Um, and so that's so I, I, we, we know each other, but I didn't know about this so much. And so this is a confirmation for me, uh, as I know the way you work, uh, that as you mastered lots of these aspects, you are the most amazing guide that people can have in their lives. Uh, and you said that now the core um, of knowing who you are and going this path, this path, this unique path, and I guess this is very much in your chart, that you need to go and walk your path uh, that comes to fruition and um, that sh that you now can you can shine your light. Does yes. this resonate with you? It it does, and uh, I mean, by no means uh, I feel that uh, I've mastered everything. I'm definitely on the path still, but um, but the work that has been done up until now, I can feel how it, it certainly is helping me be a better guide with my clients because. It's like also I guess this is part of the the channel uh, that I have the twenty five fifty one, which is um, that you have to take the leap of faith, go <laughs> into the abyss, and um, and then come out with the having been through the discomfort and come out with transformation. So I guess I first went there myself, so I can feel okay to to help others mm -hmm. go there. Because I know we're all afraid to, uh, you know, go into the abyss. Meaning, you know, our inner, um, our inner shadows, our inner uh, obstacles. But it's like it works in the way that if you do go there, you do come out uh, with so much gold and so many gifts that actually open your path to go where you have to go, where your soul wants to go. That's fabulous and you are not just this amazing guide you are a clairvoyant because what I had on my mind I wanted to really focus on this channel and therefore again the light on your chart so that people know what we are talking about so you talked about the 2551 which is the connection between the self-center and the willpower or ego center um, and it is a very creative channel in my eyes and also according to the teachings. And so, again, what what stands out for me, you said it is this initiation channel that you have to take the leap, the leap of faith, and that you have to jump into the unknown sometimes. Um, I had two ideas when I looked at your chart. And so the one was I saw a picture. Just be, I'm I'm very much talking in pictures of a warrioress that is walking the path on her own, um, having the goal in front of her, maybe having bow and arrow, really being focused on what she wants, and walking the path with courage. Um, and the other one, as I love oracle cards a lot. Um, and by no means do I want to um, harm you with what I say. Um, I thought about the fool's card. And the fool's card is not a bad card. Doesn't mean that you are a fool. 
Yeah. But I thought about this joyful person on an oracle deck card or a tarot card that is taking the leap and just enjoying the walk, trusting the inner guidance and trusting the will power to really take the leap. Um, and so this is a little bit outside of the normal range of talking about human design, but to share with the audience um, in connection with the pictures that I said, um, this is what makes you, you, and is uh, like a, a connection that can't be influenced, can't be taken advantage of, can't be um, turned off by anyone, not by a planetary influence, not by a person that wants to take away anything or force you to do anything or um, condition you. So this is your power um, as this warrioress and dash fool's oracle card power. So I would love to ask you what you think about my pictures and my interpretation of this channel. Um, first of all, I do trust your pictures and uh, what comes in your uh, vision, you know. Uh, and I do resonate with that, I have to say. Um, and I can see, uh, maybe I can explain uh, more how this plays out in the sense of, uh, because you, you mentioned that this is this channel and this uh, energy is cannot be influenced, cannot be conditioned. It's it's mine as as innate. Um, how I I have um, felt that it works is that. It's something that is always there and it's always in me, but it can definitely be um, silenced, let's say, if I lean into the open centers. Uh, and this has, as I said before, like it, it has been uh, a lot frequent throughout my life in the past. And um, it's as if... Um, it's how I see it also because the, the G center, the core is more like this um, uh, path of self that feels steady. Um, I feel like sometimes the conditioning from the open centers can like push me aside. And it's like, you know, you when you, you're on a road and then you take, you turn left, but you're out of the path, but then you will be pushed back into the main road at some point. So that's how I've been experiencing this. Uh, and depending on the conditioning, uh, it might take years <laughs> to get back on the main route. But I think the more the more I have been experiencing how my energy works and the more I have been uh, able to tell apart the conditioning from what is my truth, what is in me, the easier it becomes to navigate, I would say. Nice. Nice, and um, it is so great listening to your practical wisdom about this because you are someone who knows uh, the theory about the teachings and you seem to really live by your design or at least, and I, I know sometimes it is not easy to always live by your design, but you at least have the awareness of your design and you try to integrate this 
in your life. And so when I always sense this practicability of what you say and the experience, I need to screen share again because I would love to point out another aspect that just jumped out. And this is that your profile is a 5-1 profile and we can see it here. And when people ask themselves where else they can find the 5-1, you can see it. This is the exponent after the conscious sun gate. So this is the point 0.5 and in the subconscious or design part, the one. So that's the 5-1. And here it says heretical and investigator. Um, and I just felt so much the five when you um, said those practical things um, that that you experienced this knowledge that you now share with people you work with and maybe with your loved ones. And also, I feel that this um, makes you an outstanding person with so highly social skilled person, someone who has this amazing interpersonal skill um, as you are, yeah. So with this five, this heretical or visionary person, you are someone who really can reflect back on what people see maybe in themselves or they don't see it and they project it onto you and you can reflect this back. And the investigator, of course, that's what came up in the very beginning of our conversation when you said you like to dive deeply into stuff and you like to ask a lot of questions maybe for yourself when you prepare something or when you work with your uh, clients. And again, I ask you for either confirmation or new insights into what I just shared. Yeah, this is, I mean, all the time you were talking, I was nodding because I really resonate with that. And it's especially the investigator aspect. I recognized it like since I was a child, it was very strong in me that I would, I mean, back then, uh, it's not that I had the internet uh, for all this, uh, all this information we can find now, but I would always search in books and like magazines to find like uh, to gather information for things that interested me so not necessarily for school that maybe there were subjects I was not into so I could feel this the draw of the investigator was always around things that I feel really thirsty to learn I want to find out everything about something that interests me and then I didn't if this um unconscious energy and it's also in the unconscious side of the chart uh things that we are not that much aware of so it's uh the, this line of the investigator was always coming out so unconscious through the desire to con constantly learn learn and study the things that i i felt drawn to and um and then i realized by even when i was doing it i was telling myself why are you spending all this time like you know absorbing all this information and then i could only later see how this was forming the basis that this will come handy that i i have no clue when i'm studying where this will help me and then somehow it there always comes a time that i can draw the information from this library to help someone with something that i have learned around the subject 
and uh, and then I guess there comes the fifth line where I will present it more to the world. But it is very true what they say about the um, investigator energy that it's it has to be a secure foundation. So I will not talk about things that I have not really studied through and practiced and seen, um, you know, in reality. And this uh, is then when I know I can share them with others. And as you said, like even loved ones, I remember even before I started my own business, which helped me actually have access to, you know, share this information with others uh, on the broader scale. Um, I would always talk to my friends and family and anyone who I knew uh, as, you know, oh yeah, you know, I learned this and did you know this about this? And I, I realized this was helping me solidify the the information. So it's very interesting how this works. And also what you mentioned about the projections. I do feel that uh, this was, again, always the case that people would project things on me and then I could see them and then reflect them back to them. And this, I recognize the disadvantage of that, that I feel it's hard for me to be really seen, I feel sometimes because of the projections uh but it's it still happens it's just like very fewer people will um tap into that i notice <laughs> and you don't know how much i enjoy having the conversation with you stiffy because you always seem to read my mind <laughs> so there is one thing that um stood out for me before i i want to take this bridge that you just gave me But you said um, you as an investigator, you were so interested in things, um, maybe not inside of school, but maybe outside of school because they were of interest. And I just wanted to point that out, that knowing the human design of someone or especially of a kid when they struggle with some things at school It is so fabulous to know their design and to, and to understand what's going on and to see the amazingness and magnificence in kids. That was just a side, a step inside of our conversation. And so thank you for sharing, because I don't know if this is something that played out in your childhood, that you were so interested in things and you were this investigator but maybe not for all of the stuff that was required i don't know yeah no absolutely and when you were saying that i felt goosebumps because i feel it's so true what you said and how important it is to to know the child and and their design because for example uh what i was feeling when at school and not actually interested in some of the um, uh the subjects I would feel like there's something wrong with me. Why can I not learn it? Why can I not, you know, be the best at it? While at some other, even at school, there were some subjects I was genuinely interested in and I could see how differently I I learn. And it's it's the struggle, I think. It's important to note, like, the, the subjects that I didn't feel called to learn, there was so much struggle and so much effort that did not lead anywhere. You know, this, like, something's off while the ones that I was genuinely interested in it never felt like an effort it felt like joy to learn and study so I mean this this was huge and if I knew this back then I would just embrace it rather than 
think, oh, but why can I not, you know, be good at all of the subjects? Because that's what's what you're supposed to do in school. You're supposed to go there and be good at everything or almost everything. Um, so it's so important to know these things to help the child focus on the things that matter to them. Absolutely. I feel that human design is one aspect to really create five-star family dynamics and that knowing your child's human design and your own is helping you so much to understand and to leverage and to really um, hone into what is possible. And you mentioned a struggle. You said that sometimes you don't feel seen And that makes me go back to the general aspects of a projector as a projector is meant to be invited and recognized. And so I can ask you this because I know that you investigated and um, experienced this in your life, I guess. How do you deal with this aspect as you don't have this sustainable energy with the openness and you have the open throat uh, that maybe adds to this issue of oh do people hear me do people see me and then with your amazing quality and your magnificence and your greatness isn't it hard for you to wait for recognition or invitation how do you handle that yeah i mean that's a great question um How do I handle that? It's I don't think it's a lot of it that I can control in the sense of where it comes from. Uh, but I know that I can what I can be responsible of uh, is to be centered in myself and to express myself. Um, and then or also, for example, let's say, having uh my own platform like in social media i know it's a place that i can share my voice <clears throat> and share my thoughts um and it's something that i can do without waiting for someone um but then the invitations come honestly so randomly like i cannot control it but what i so, so yeah what i can do is to have my energy centered at work with myself, uh, study, you know, learn, uh, practice, and then they seem to come from different sources. But what I've noticed is that um, because, and, and I know we've discussed this before together, it's like it's human design is not about like making you feel limited and making you feel like, as you said in the beginning, like like you're inside a box and you can't act in a different way. It's nothing, I don't see it like that. For me, it has nothing to do with that. Um, so if, uh, let's say, how I see it is like, for me, it would be a waste of my energy to uh, try and make people listen to me. Mm -hmm. I, it honestly feels like a drain of my energy and I feel uh, like I don't want to do that. Um And that shows me that maybe these people that I feel, uh, you know, will not listen to me are not the people who are supposed to listen to what I have to share. So I trust that the people who do uh, resonate with what I have to share are the ones who will find me. And this is how it usually actually happens. Um, so what I do do, let's say some other times that I'm not sure, I'm unsure as to if the person recognizes me or if they 
are open to to me uh i i have a conversation or i might ask them a question like do you mind if i share this with you or um you know i i learned this or i've seen this would you want to listen to that and they can always say i'm not sure or like yeah or or even if they say yes and they don't mean it you can still feel it so it's this i think um the lack of expectation is always uh helpful in these cases for me because and i generally don't have expectation it's like if you are uh interested great if not still it's okay i'm not going to uh force uh you know the energy if it's not there so i play with this like to see if there is an opening if there is space and sometimes there is and it just needs a bit of confirmation from the other person and some other times it's not and that's fine because it saves me the waste of energy that i would have otherwise so i think playing around with this um and i'm still learning as i go is uh, what is has just helped me and not to see it as something rigid i thank you so much for sharing this amazing value as this gives all the projectors uh this yeah this this practical tip that they don't have to wait forever and a day to share what they want to share because you can ask if people are interested in your opinion or your point of view and i guess it is so important to really own your worth and your wisdom and your knowledge because i want to share the story how we met i just saw you in a group of so many people And I liked what you shared. And so you drew the attention towards yourself by just sharing your um, wisdom and your knowledge. And so I reached out and I don't know if this was subconscious. I invited you to uh, get in touch with me. And now as a manifesting generator and a projector, we are about to work on a project and uh, in a big alignment with the human design because everyone can bring to the table what they know and what they are capable of. Yeah, and I just want to say when you mentioned about how we met and it's it was the same for me that I felt like out of all these people, I felt very drawn to you as well. And uh, it was very mutual. And then you, indeed, you uh, invite me to connect further. Uh, but it was this mutual, like, I also recognized you, uh, your energy, like, it felt very familiar or very warm. And uh, it, it was a mutual thing. And you, um, you invited me in and then, like, our energy started playing with each other. Yeah, great. To wrap this amazing conversation up, um, how can people reach out to you? How can they work with you? What do you offer? Um, how does this work when people are interested in getting to know your amazing services? Um, so my services are, I do mainly, um, uh, I do mainly coaching, which is more like um, a self-discovery uh, process in the sense of Uh, of whatever gets in your way, whether this is with um, your relationships, your career, your life, your the connection to yourself, whatever gets in in your way, we and, and it usually comes from the conditioning, as we were saying earlier. Uh, we work with that and we unpack it and 
we release these blocks and these um, uh, obstacles that have been there preventing you from experiencing the things that you want in your life. So um, this is one of the services that I offer on one-to-one uh, sessions. And at the same time, we do use your human design as um, a reconfirmation, as we said, of your energies and, and how these all play, weave together. Uh, I also do separate human design sessions, one-to-ones, um, and video, uh, a video recording where I will go through someone's energies and their chart. Um, and uh, I also offer, if someone uh, prefers a more of a DIY, uh, do-it-yourself um, version of my work, especially the deconditioning and healing aspects, I do have a self-led course where people can use um use it with uh, it has an audio guidance where you can use it to work with your triggers and uh work with these obstacles and uh, increase and strengthen the connection to yourself great thank you for sharing and i just can encourage people to reach out because now that you watch this show you know much more about steffi than you know about all those coaches out there and you know that she's an amazing person to guide you because she has the openness in her chart and she has the experience and the willpower and the power to guide you through a process from being stuck to being liberated and being really connected with who you are. And I will put all her information into the show notes. I am so happy that she shared her wisdom, her experience and her charisma that's what came to me right now with us thank you so much Steffi for being on Magnificence the show that empowers people and yes so thank you so much and thank you so much Patricia as well uh, it was so lovely as always to have this conversation with you and I wanted to add that yeah if people are more interested in in learning more about human design we have we do have together this upcoming uh, course that we'll be focusing uh, in a lot more detail about how to use human design for even if you are a coach, if you are um, in this in the service industry of of that type of helping people, uh, it it will give you the information you need to know to better help yourself and others as well. So stay tuned. Thank you for mentioning that. I was just in such a rush, but yes, this is coming out and this is a really practical guide for coaches and service-based businesses to use human design as an amazing tool to understand your clients and yourself better. This is coming soon. Stay tuned. Bye for now. Bye. Thank you for joining us for this empowering episode. To continue this journey of aligning with your true purpose and uncovering your magnificence, schedule an illumination call with Patricia at patricialindner.com. Please share this episode with someone who needs it and subscribe to the show on YouTube and your favorite podcasting platform. Join us again soon for another episode of Magnificence.